Last time in the Cursebreaker arc. Last time, last time, last time. Sorry, I'm just warming up here. <clears throat> last time. Last time. <laughs> what? Jenny, all of those sounded excellent. Do not worry about this. Me, 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 me. You are an excellent narrator. Ha, 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 so, so, so. <laughs> last time in the Cursebreaker arc. Joe, the elixir salesman, took hold of Lamplight Landing. With the secret of his mind-controlling elixir now known to the party, the race was on to put a stop to it, and Veronica was their best bet for help. At Veronica's, they discovered that most of the items they had found in the Underdock were cursed, but with Veronica's guidance, they were able to rid themselves of most of the items. Their plan was to stop Joe from leaving town. They started their search at Joe's elixirs, but they were too late. The shelves had been emptied out, but a lingering cobalt let slip that Joe was headed out of town through the front gates. When the party arrived at the city gates, Joe was just a few feet from getting freedom, assisted by a mind-controlled Sheriff Tandy. Uli tackled him to the ground, and the fight seemed like it was over before it started. That is, until Joe used his control over the townsfolk to cause them to attack one another. With the stakes so high, the party had no choice but to let him go. The focus turned to Buster, the Minotaur, who took hold of the Golden Beetle, transforming into a mutated Minotaur-Beetle hybrid, and attacked the party. Just before Joe managed to escape the city, Tibio snuck in a sleep spell, and Joe just didn't have the strength left to resist. Before anybody realized what was happening, Snack sunk a dagger into his back, and Joe did not wake up. In a whirl of action, Buster used his enormous beetle wings to fly to Joe and pluck him from danger. But it's not over yet. And that's where we are, right now. Hello. We're here. Blam. Blam. Blam and welcome. Um, <laughs> I like that. Blus- Bluster. Buster <laughs> has just picked up Joe and his big, creepy beetle mandibles that are coming out of his mouth. And he has extended uh, his carapace back that has now come open. And he's flying with his giant beetle wings uh, to the edge of the forest about 60 feet away. Um, as everybody's got good eyes on him right now, you can all tell that Buster is too big to fly, really. So he can just do these kind of large jump hops where he can fly about 60 feet at a time, and then he comes down hard on the ground. Um, so 60 feet from the gates, uh, he dumps Joe on the ground and uh, turns to look back at the city gates and walks towards Lamplight. So he's just getting Joe out. Seems like he was just extracting Joe. Um, at a certain point, he stops advancing, and he just stares down at the city. He, I, it looks like he's waiting for someone. What's the gate situation right now? Uh, it is Tibio and Snack that are at the gates. Are they open? Yes, they're open. We're all there. Sorry, Tibio and Snack were the ones that were actually at the gates at the gates. The rest of you are 15 oh. feet away. Tibio, what do we do at this point? It looks like he may offer his surrender. I don't think that's what he's going to do. He should. He's a giant bug man. What could he possibly do to us? 
He's a very powerful snack. He has been transformed by the golden beetle. You guys hear uh, the turning of wagon wheels from out in the crowd, and you see people start to scatter side to side. Um, somebody has come in with a wagon drawn by two black horses. And uh, you see a woman at the front of the carriage that you've seen once before with Emery. Um, she grabs the reins and slaps them down hard on the horses. And she says, Recto, Verso, now, go! And uh, they peel out uh, through over the, the boardwalk and the cobblestones out of the city. Uh, so they pass by the entire party on their way out. Can I try to hop into the wagon? Well, whatever you want to try, yeah. What are the wheels made out of wood? Wooden metal. They've got like metal rims to them. Okay. But yeah, you want to try and hop in? I do. Okay. Uh, let's make an acrobatics. Yeah. Check. That'll go well. Yeah. <laughs> yep, 16. Okay. So yeah, even with the 16, uh, you are able to uh, kind of grab onto the very back of this thing. Yeah, and I like just to go in the back, yeah. Using its own momentum, you kind of flip yourself up Hit. onto the cart. All right. What do we got in here? Uh, so you're on a back porch almost to a this is a fully built wagon where there's actually an inner chamber like a carriage part mm-hmm. to it um like a, a fully built yeah, so not wagon. like a covered wagon right it's not like a canvas thing um so you're you're actually at a door on the back of this little wagon caravan thing so emery's definitely in there uh no emery is actually sitting on the back of this wagon Oh. On that back step. So when you flip up, you are standing right next to him. And he is sitting uh, with one leg kind of lazily dangling off the wagon. And he's like chewing something and staring at you. Mr. Emery, long time no see. Um, Holly, uh, she sees Bert uh, run or hop on the end of the wagon. And she's like, I got to stop that wagon. And she uh, takes out her wand. I don't know what Holly. Holly doesn't have a <laughs> wand. I'm just kidding. I don't know. But she, uh, she, points, real good. she points at it and says, Get small. <laughs> Do I have to roll? I no. don't know. Uh, it's an again. object, so it just kind of happens. Um, and you're doing it on what? The front left, front driver's side wheel. Okay. <laughs> um, so the, uh, the the wagon wheel just kind of uh, winks almost out of sight, and it, it just it keeps spinning in the same direction it was spinning, and quite fast. But you see the uh, wagon begin to teeter forward, and uh, they get you know almost to Buster, uh, but by that point, the front of the wagon has angled into the dirt and is starting to bite in. And uh, it seems like their wagon has taken on a bit of damage. Um, at that moment, you see the back door fly open and uh, two kobolds uh, rush out of it. And they both uh, rush over to Joe uh, at the edge of the woods as quick as they can. Uh, so Bert, on the back of the wagon, uh, Emery staring you down, um, says, uh, I really thought I was done with you guys. Uh, we thought we were done with you too, pal. Did you know you're on the back of a wagon that looks like it's helping uh, someone who is attacking the town? I'm just getting away from you. Trying to. Well, you're doing a bad job at it. Tibio casts chromatic orb. Chromatic <laughs> <laughs> On the back wheel of the same side of the wagon. <laughs> What's the range on that? 90 feet. All right. Dirty 21. Okay, yeah, that hits. <laughs> 17. And what is the Wheel elemental ch- type? Fire. Okay. Go. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a fireball. Yeah. Fire orb uh, hurling yeah. towards the uh, wagon. Uh, it almost makes the sun look dim by comparison <laughs> as it spins through the air and collides with the back wagon wheel. Um, 
And you said the back right or back left? I'm curious. Um, back driver's side. My goal okay. was to yeah make it undrivable. Sure. So what my, is the driver's side in this universe? Yeah, I, I mean, right. I would say left, but she's probably in the center realistically. But okay, it would be on the same side, so left. I would also like to do something. <laughs> okay. Can I make the other front wheel really big? <laughs> so kind of like rocket everyone. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so all these spells are just going off of this wagon. We're, We're fucking just, taking it out. We're fucking up the wheels. <laughs> Do we have to change the podcast from Curse Breaker to Wagon Breaker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, this wagon is essentially just lifted on one side. It's completely like tipped over. I mean, it hasn't tipped over, but you know what I mean? It's leaning on one side. And then its front wheel that is propping it up suddenly springs double its size in a sudden <laughs> lurch motion. Sorry, and it Bert. actually tips over the cart, dumping both or, uh, uh, dumping both Bert and Emery on top of each other. Ah, what the fuck is happening to this wagon? <laughs> so yeah, uh, uh, Emery just kind of, um, actually he picks you up by one arm like a toddler and just kind of like sets you apart from him. Yeah. You see them over there? And he points uh, to the party at the city gates. He says, that's where you belong. I belong out here. You're not working with Joe, are you? I don't know yet. I'm I'm just trying to get some space. You should be our friend. Work with us. Well, he's like shaking your head saying, don't do it. (laughs) Says, uh, he's kind of calling back at you and he says, maybe could have been that way if I wasn't debilitated. Uli holds up both metal fingers. You're not debilitated. It's just on the surface. Nah, he's fucked up inside too. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of a jerk before. He uh, he actually spends a moment like looking at the five of you. Um, and uh, you see him like reach inside of his um, shirt, tunic, armor, I guess. And uh, he uh, hands down to you, Bert, his sheriff's badge. Oh. He says, give that back, would you? Uh, sure. He says, you better get going. All right. Uh, by the way, that great sword is cursed, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, are you looking at him when you say that? No, I'm walking away. Okay. Uh, so you guys, you guys see Bert, and maybe you heard him say that, but you actually see Emery's eyes kind of like jerk open, and he like takes a second and like looks around to each of you to see if like almost if if it's a joke. The whole town has been cursed by Joe. He is not the man you think he is. Emery, I'm not sure if your assholeness is part of the curse, though. <laughs> he, uh, his expression kind of like turns back into its usual sort of sour, stoic demeanor. And uh, he uh, turns his back and he says, what's the hold up? And uh, right around that time, uh, about a minute has gone by and the uh, wheels, one after another, return to their original size. And, uh, except for the burnt one. <laughs> yeah, except for the crispy fried one that is completely destroyed. Um, I get the pit crew out for that one. Yeah. It's just the two kobolds. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're like trying to figure out a solution for that. Yeah. I, at this point, they're, they're just waiting for a solution to get mobile again, staring um, down the city. Holly goes up to the front of the wagon. What's the lady doing that was driving? So the party is at the gates, and then the wagon is 60 feet away, and Bert rode the wagon out there. I see. I feel like we were having a conversation like we were right next to no, them. Yeah. Oops, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, okay. So if you're back at the gates, what can you do from there? Hey, who are you? 
lady, lady driver. <laughs> Holly's just like yelling across the way, like, who are you? She is, uh, she's speaking with Buster kind of quietly and like pointing at the kobolds and like telling them to do stuff. Buster's a beetle. Did he turn back? No, he's still a beetle. She's talking to the beetle? Yeah. Hmm. I say good riddance. They're out of town. Yeah, I say we forget about them. We did solve the mystery of the curse after all. They're not going to forget about us though, you guys. They're going to move on to the next town. Companions, I only stabbed Joe once. It was foolish of me and I apologize for my oversight. I thought for sure he'd be dead. Perhaps we should stab him one last time. Yeah, why don't you go try to get him? Something tells me we'll have a chance to stab him again. I don't know that he is still alive. He just got, Buster just carried him out. He looked pretty dead. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Tandy approaches you, Snack, and says, I think you did the exact right amount of stabbing, and I don't think we need much more of that, but thank you. Is this a promotion, Chef Tandy? I have shown excellent restraint. I only stabbed once, enough to kill nothing more. I say you make him the assistant deputy. While I appreciate your restraint, Snack, um, we have a few conversations to have before there are any promotions. Um, Yes, I see. Chef Tandy, what, what would you like us to do? I don't know. Should we chase Joe and Buster? They have done very much harm. They have, but I can't ask you to go after them. I I don't know what they're up to. I, My job is to watch over Lamplight, and, and that's what I'm doing. I'm staying here. Can we call this lockdown over with? Yes. She uh, turns to the crowd. She says, <clears throat> I know a lot of you are angry. I know even more of you are scared. Lamplight will double its guard starting tomorrow so that the people can sleep easy for the first time in a while. For those of you who wish to leave, I won't stop you. The lockdown is officially ended as of this moment. Hooray! We did it! Uh, She uh, waits for the cheering to calm down a little bit. She says, but be warned. There's a malicious and powerful creature. And she's like pointing like right at Buster. Uh, (laughs) At the giant beetle monster. Uh... In those wilds outside of my city walls, I can't protect you out there. Everyone must do what's right for themselves. There's another round of cheering, and uh, some people have uh, pushed through the crowd to uh, to clap you guys on the back, uh, some of you that they saw in action. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel a strong hand, Uli, reach out and kind of grab you by the shoulder and, like, shake you vigorously. I, like, shake off the arm, and I round on them and go, don't fucking touch me. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> You instantly recognize the face of your sister, Viri. What? And she says, That was incredible. What are you doing here? I I couldn't believe it. When you demanded that he give you that thing back, you were like, here's your bug, dipshit, and you just (laughs) tackled him. I don't know what kind of spooky magic crap you did to him, but he did not look like he was going to get up. Uh, thanks. Why are you here? Oh. You don't you don't live here. Why are you here? No, yeah, sorry. I uh I'm actually just delivering Bent's newest homebrew. Uh and I came at the exact right time. So I've actually been here for a few days in lockdown. I just I don't know. Haven't gotten around to visiting. Uli, who's your friend? Ah, <sighs> um guys, this is my youngest sister, Viri. 
Oh, your sister. Yeah. Wow. You It's guys so nice look... to meet you. I see it. I you, see you it. Look like I can see it. Yeah. This is fun. You both survived then, huh? Survived what? Ah, yes. Siblings. Only a couple can survive <laughs> usually. There's fighting amongst them at early age. A whole lot of us survived, let me tell you. Yeah, I have a lot of siblings. Wow. Yeah. Busy parents then. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's hi. <laughs> Viri says he got that right, and she like knocks you around a little bit. Ah. <laughs> I like this one, Uli. Is she part of our party now? No, no, she's going home. We shall see. She's gonna go right home. Yeah, actually, I do gotta get out of here now that you mention it. But um, it's uh, I don't know. It's good to see that you are making friends. I guess. Thanks. Did uh, did you did you know I was here? I mean, you know, like mom and dad had mentioned something about you being kind of out this way, but. To I be honest, I never told anyone. Well, yeah. So they're keeping tabs on me. That's that's good to know. Thanks, Miss Uli. To be fair, you are very hard to miss. Thank you, Tibio. It's I'm true. It's true. Anyway, Uli, I've been itching to get out of here for a couple of days now. Um, I do want to leave you with this though, and uh, she hands you a a whole cask of uh, homebrew ale. She says, uh, "You saved a lot of people." and and that means you drink for free. Uh, this is this is Ben's newest best stuff, and uh, I'm sure he'll approve of the expenditure. So here you go. Thanks. <laughs> hey, it's not cursed, is it? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> well, that's less I gotta carry anyway. So um, good luck to you and all your uh, eclectic friends. So nice yeah, to meet you. Right. The pleasure. Is he a skeleton? Mm. Only a little. He is a human. <laughs> We haven't figured out. it out yet. <laughs> yes. Uh, she just nods at you, Uli, and um, she looks like she's going to say something else, and then she just kind of like shrugs and shakes her head and, and turns around and walks away. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll come by and visit. Uh, she doesn't turn back around, but she kind of like throws up a waved hand like, yeah, Bert. Wow, Uli's sister. So how many siblings do you have? Six. She's using a second hand? <laughs> Hold on. <Wow. laughs> You must feel uh, really blessed by the gods. I have four brothers and two sisters. Wow. wow. My parents weren't alive together long enough to have many. Oh, Holly, oh, that is sorry. so sad. That's okay. It was a long time ago. But that's really cool that you have a big family. Yeah. it's They're all really close to each other. I hope we get to meet all the Uli's. Yeah. Oh, that, don't don't hold your breath. Family reunion. Let's let's go somewhere else. Let's change the subject. <laughs> you guys uh, kind of turn away from the gates a little bit, and um, Henry Muldrift uh, catches you guys uh, and walks towards you. He uh, goes to you first, Bert. He says, "Bert, um, I I have to thank you. This 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 is incredible." Uh, Henry, my good fellow, it was nothing. What? What exactly are you referring to? <laughs> I mean, just from the time I met you, all of you, um, from the time I met you, now you've, you've solved everything. You've, you've cleaned out the town. We're out of lockdown. I mean, there's still the issue of Maisie's curse, but we're closer. It is not done, sir. The Beetle Minotaur and the others are still out there. But that's the important part. They're out there. And we're in here. There's 
a multitude, an endless number of vile, vicious things out there. When they're not in your home, when they're not here, that means you're safe. Yeah, the chapter's been written, at least. We solved this one. There might be more adventures for us, but I say we celebrate. Speaking of which, um, I need to get back to Tildry. Oh, Tildry. And um, while it is safe here in Lamplight, uh, I feel the roads might be a little unsafe for travel right now, and um, I have a feeling that Tildry might be next on Joe's watch list. Is that why you're headed back? That's part of it. What's the rest of it? Well, the answers I sought here are not here. I was looking for a source of the curse, and I don't think this is it. I understand there were cursed items here, but it's not limited to lamplight. There are an influx of cursed items in a number of places right now. I'm still interested in your story. If uh, Tandy can spare the sheriffs, that is. Just say where and when. The deputies. I'll help you. I doubt she can give up an assistant sheriff. I might have to renounce my new position to accompany you. Um, I'm down here, if you cannot see me. Henry says, um, the the road, it's a little dangerous. It's always a little dangerous, but I, I feel a little more scared now than usual. And, uh, of course, I, I need as much help as I can get in regards to Maisie. I wanted to head west. There's a tunnel that we can take through the Hedge Mountain. It's a darker path, but it's infinitely quicker. And there's enough traffic through the tunnel that I don't think the beetle man would go through it. I would go to protect Maisie. She is my friend. Maisie's uh, looking up at your group and, and she kind of smiles at that. Uli, would you feel safe leaving your home? I know that it has been hard for you here. I mean, it's been a place to live. And I don't really have much else here, so I'm fine leaving for a bit. Now that the, the danger is gone from this town, I feel we should follow it to make sure it does no more harm. I need to know more about these curses. I appreciate your enthusiasm, Holly. We'll need it. And uh, once we get to Tildry, I, I won't ask any more of you, but if you could, I'd appreciate the help. So uh, while you guys are talking to Henry, um, uh, Maisie turns to Uli. Hi, Uli. Hey, kid. What's up? Nothing. How uh, how's that? How's that thing working out for you? What? Oh, the t- the the cup. Yeah. You um, had to use it. Uh, a couple times. Is it? Did it help at all? Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think so. And uh, you actually see Henry kind of tuning into the conversation. And uh, Henry looks at you, Uli, and he nods his head, yes, yeah, like it did help. So it sounds like we might uh, be hitting the road together. So you can hang on to that if you want. Yeah, we're, we're going to go back home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hang on to it as long as you need it. Good, because there's one in there right now. Oh, do you want to talk about it? or? No, I don't have to. It's fine. Good, good. I feel fine. How long's it been in there? <laughs> um, I not very long. Just when you started fighting. Oh, um, did it did it scare you or something? Are you, were you? No, I don't think so. Just uh, just be careful when you open it again. Okay. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go over there. Okay. Is it are you sure it's okay if I keep it? Until we figure out your all the stuff going on. Just hang on to it. She goes, okay. And she kinda looks at it nervously. Are you scared of it? Sometimes I forget how scared I was before I used it and then when it comes out it's scary again. Sometimes I also get scared. No, you don't. <laughs> Look how big you are. Yeah, no, I mean, it's only a little bit scared. Just like a, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I get that all the time. I get that from bugs. Yeah, yeah, bugs are gross. Um, So when that happens. They're not gross, they're scary. But there's, well, yeah, they're scary because they're gross or whatever. Um, If you get scared again. You can just hold my hand or something, like squeeze it really hard. Does that help you? Yeah. I mean. Whose hand do you hold? Uh, Aww. Tibio raises his hand. That him. Clack, clack, clack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes I just hold my own hand really hard. Hmm. Or I, I like punch things. <laughs> Hey, who laughed? That was not. So we're all just like listening to this conversation. Um, I'm also, I'm actually blushing, I but I feel like Uli is also else. blushing. Tibio walks up to them and he heard the conversation. And he all heard the conversation. And he says, <laughs> Miss, Miss Mezzi, Miss Uli, while we wait for the bad guys to go away, why don't we sit and we can maybe try to open the cup while it is safe. Yeah, um, we can just sit here, and you can um, you can hold both of our hands, and we'll just breathe in really deep and open the tankard. Yes, why don't we sit over here? And Tibio leads them to just like a quiet corner. All the people are probably still milling about and doing crowd stuff, but... Um, he finds a quiet spot. He sits them all down on the ground against a wall, and um, he hands Maisie a little bone rune and uh, says to Uli, Uli, do you still have your rune? Oh, uh, yeah, here, with the, the U for Uli. U for Uli. Yeah. And M for Maisie. Mm. And uh, he takes out his own rune. And he sits there and he says, if you hold a rune in your hand and you look at it really hard, you think about all the things in your life that are very good. And then open the tankard and it won't be so scary. She uh, holds the rune in one hand and the tankard in the other. And uh, you see her kind of psych herself up a couple times. And then she takes a deep breath and presses her thumb down on the tankard. And uh, there's a, almost a sort of a, like can cracking kind of a, like as it opens up. And... Um, and you see her take a deep breath, and she goes, and you can feel her. Uh, she actually drops the rune right away, and she reaches out and she grabs both of you on your like biceps, and she's like reaching around Tibio's uh, cloak for like something to hold on to, and uh, she's just kind of like staring at the ground, and um, she, you can see her like tears are starting to kind of well up, and she's like visibly shaking. Um, at the same time, you hear a sort of like deep cracking noise almost like she's uh, like an adult cracking their back on purpose um but, but you can hear this cracking noise coming from her 
And as she's squeezing your arm, she actually squeezes really hard. And, um, and you can feel her nails kind of digging in. And you start thinking, like, how could a kid's nails be this sharp? And you can hear her breathing just become labored and deeper. And then uh, she lets go of you. And she goes, oh, oh that was so scary. It's okay, Mizzy. It's, it's okay now. And Tibio is looking at Uli like, what yeah, the same. fuck? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, You did really good. You can just hold on to the tankard for a while. She goes, okay. I'll try to find you first, though. That's that's a really good idea. You can stick with us. Thanks, Uli. Thanks, Tibio. You're welcome. You're, You're welcome, welcome, Mizzy. Anytime. I'm going to pull Tibio off to the side and say... Thanks for helping with that. I don't really know how to deal with kids and you emotions. You knew exactly what to do. I just helped. I punched Tivio on the shoulder in like a good-natured way, but probably a little too hard. <laughs> I crack my shoulder back into place. <laughs> Tandy uh, once again calls back to you guys and uh, approaches this kind of new circle that you formed with Henry and Maisie. She says, uh, looks like danger's headed west. And uh, you all look back to see that the uh, wagon had been mended, probably using magic. Um, that a, uh, the wheel was repaired from crisp to serviceable. Um, and they're uh, kind of rolling westward down the path uh, with Beetle Buster on top of the wagon carriage um, as this just kind of giant monstrosity lump. Can you believe you fucked that guy? And she looks over at Uli. <laughs> <laughs> I... I didn't. That's. Uh, I mean, it's okay. You can just. No, no, no. Yeah, it's fine. That was don't Buster. Worry, don't worry about it. I, I didn't. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Don't but you're talking just... about Dave. Dave and Buster. Oh. Did you? Just... <laughs> <laughs> Buster is Dave's brother. Also, we didn't. Mm. Both of them then? Wow. No. <laughs> really, I'm for it. Hopefully, not at the same time. That'd be a lot to handle. I'm. I'm gonna go now. <laughs> The things I miss is an only child. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, Sheriff Tandy, uh, I've got something for you. Oh? Yeah, it's Emery's badge he handed over to me. Looks like your short one deputy. I see. Um, Actually, I was going to ask for all your badges. Oh, uh, well... Are you firing us? Well, I mean, th- this was a temporary assignment. We are headed out of town, so uh, are you sure you'll be okay here, though? I mean, absolutely. We'll be fine with the increased guard and the knowledge that we have now. I was wondering, however, if uh, you'd all come with me down to the station for a little chat. Okay. The kind that ends in handcuffs? Is this about us putting you in jail? <laughs> no. Because no, no, no. I think you asked us to do that. I did. I have. It's kind of my fantasy. Anyway. Are we taking you to jail again? Jeff, <laughs> we're taking each other to jail, Snack. All right. Snack's using his sexy voice. <laughs> Are we taking you to jail? Uh, what was that thing with the, the claws? I don't know, but it sounds... It it seems kind of like her mother's That's curse. what I was thinking. And I, I lift oh. up my sleeve of my trench cloak, and there's holes in it where her nails went through. Yeah, do I... What kind of damage? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like maybe like some light like skin breakage kind of thing. But oh. she's like a small child. That's weird. And not 
Not at all concerning. We can wait for a good time and then talk to Henry, maybe? Tell him that his daughter is very much cursed. I'm worried about traumatizing him further. The best way we can help them both is by getting rid of the curse in in its entirety. Now, so the uh, five of you uh, move into the um, the ward. Uh, this is Tandy's office. It's a very small office. Um, you guys find out in this moment that Tandy is very, very into model ships. Um, <laughs> yes. She has them everywhere. They are on her wall. They are in uh, giant, like, bell jars, in, in like, whiskey bottles. Um, they're everywhere. And so, like... Not only is this office tiny, but it's almost impossible to move around in because it is full of delicate model ships. Um, and all five of you have to find somewhere to be, and there's only a small couch that seats two. I'm going to stand by the door. Okay. Uli's in the door frame. Um, I don't want to break anything of hers. I'm always sitting, so I don't... <laughs> she says, uh, first things first, a job well done and quickly done uh, deserves to be rewarded. Um, we, uh, we are going to, uh, be spending quite a bit on the increased guard over the next, uh, month or so, um, but the city's been able to set aside a little bit for each of you. Oh, yes, we did talk of promised payment. Well, I'd say your efforts went above and beyond a little bit of sleuthing. For that reason, uh, Lamplight is prepared to offer each of you a hundred gold pieces. <gasps> Da, da, da. Accepted. <laughs> and I'd also like to ask for uh, each of your badges back. Uh, you know, we don't have an infinite amount of them. Mine's in the bottom of the the docks, so I'm sorry. But here's Henri's, and then she takes it off Henri and gives it to her. Well, um, that's fine. I suppose we can blame it on Emery. That Todd fellow can probably fish it up. We can blame a lot of things on Emery. Yes, that will be a misstep that'll haunt me for a while yet. Are we Are we good? Are we even? You are and we, I? Yeah. Not quite. Oh, great. Um, actually, could we get a moment, all of you? I'd like to speak with Uli. All right, we all, like, try to navigate out of the room oh. <laughs> while she's standing in front of the <laughs> yeah. door. Okay, everybody make a dex. Uh, yeah. no, also Everybody me. make an acrobatics. No. Acrobatics check. Get out of here. Oh, no. Hell yeah. Uh, okay, so Uli is in the door frame, and you just kind of walk out. Uh, Bert, it's pretty easy for you to navigate. Uh, you just kind of slip out of the room. Uh, Tibio, also lithe and graceful. Not a problem. Snack. Yes. Um, <laughs> how do you try to leave the room? I try to be uh, graceful, but there's a lot of sunlight in this room through I all the see. windows and... Mm. Okay, with so my hood pulled over my eyes, and with the afternoon sun coming in through the uh, south-facing window, um, you have an arm out in front of you uh, to kind of guide your way, and uh, you just sweep your arm across like the the, the <laughs> largest ship in the center of the room on its own pedestal, and you just knock it off its stand, and it uh, falls to the ground. And Holly uh, reaches to catch it and grabs it by the sails. Oh no. And snaps both of them off. <laughs> I'm I'm so sorry, Tandy. And she just sets it on the ground and like runs out of the room. <laughs> she says, "The maiden mermaid." <laughs> I, don't you have a mending spell? <laughs> I might be all out of spells. Hold on. Oh no, I have. It's a cantrip. Mending. 
she uh, reaches back in the room with her hand and just points at it and goes, boop, and then <laughs> fixes it. <laughs> she uh, she kind of like shakes her head back uh, side to side and says, this is sort of a, a good little nutshell of, of our relationship, isn't it? Um, sure. I fix your ships. <laughs> Holly's very confused. <laughs> and, and she so goes, do I. And who breaks them? Not me. Uli. No. <laughs> I'm a I'm a ship mender. Everybody out. <laughs> I'm trying to get out. It's very bright in here, and we all just fall out in a bundle. <laughs> useless ships. And what is a point? Um, <laughs> she uh, gestures to Uli, and she says, "Not you." Oh, I sneak back in backwards. <laughs> uh, she closes the door and says, uh, "Uli, Tandy, I think it's fairly clear that I owe you an apology." Oh, you don't say. Clearly, you. <laughs> You made a better character judgment than I did. I, I thought Emery was on the straight and narrow. I, I thought he was trustworthy. I thought he would make a good deputy. But you've proven to me that I shouldn't just trust my instincts. I, I'm not above being charmed and swooned. Well, I appreciate it. I don't at all know how you took one look at him and thought he was a good person, but... I, I don't know if he was playing me or if he really, really was trying to be a nice person, but you're right in the end. He was no good, and I'm glad we're rid of him. On the subject of your training with uh, Rin, oh, it's, okay. it's not mandatory, but he has something to show you. There's a specific lesson. You can ask him about it. It's important, Uli, I think, for the path of your life that you spend some time with Rin. Again, I won't make you, but... You should show up at the docks tomorrow morning. Lily's making the stink face. Uh, I think we're probably heading out of town soon. Is he like a, he has to come with me kind of thing? Or can I be rid of him once I leave? I'm not sure if he's really the adventuring type or not. He doesn't seem like it. So he might not go with you. Really, you're leaving today. I will meet with him one more time. Glad to hear it. I hope you do. But I'm not happy about it. Understood. And I think he's a slimy little brat. Mm, yes. Yes. Thank you. You just told me I make better character judgments than you do. I said you made a better character judgment than I did. And that implies that I will continue to do so. That's, that's called absolute thinking. Yes. <laughs> I agree. We're on the same page. Absolutely. She, uh, she opens the door for you. Maybe I'll see you around again someday. I'm sure. Try not to destroy the town while I'm gone. Funny. That's your job. <laughs> also, I'm sorry about the dogs. Okay, she, bye. Uh, she actually kind of follows you out. Oh, shit. She says, um, I know you're uh, off the case, but um, I have a visitor that uh, wanted to speak with you. He's in the interrogation room. Let's go. Snack, I can see that look in your eye. I'm looking, <laughs> Snack is looking around for uh, things to use for uh, interrogations. <laughs> Do I see anything um, I want to grab? There's, uh, I mean, you can see on Tandy's desk, she's got one of those uh, like pen holders that's got like two like sharp looking like metal pens on them. I eye it uh, hungrily, <laughs> but uh, shake my head and think no. Hey, Snack. Snack. What oh, no, is sorry. it? Uh, have you ever heard the term kill them with kindness? No. It's a it's a thing we humans or not humans or we people do <laughs> when we want to get information out of 
people. I've never heard of such a thing. I've never killed in such a way. It's very, it's gruesome. It's really horrible. You should try it. I will try this. Okay. Uli, have you ever heard of good cop, bad cop? (laughs) (laughs) I think Dave and I played that once. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I knew it. Uh, also, are we interrogating this guy, or is or are we meeting him in the interrogation room? Oh, no. He came to me, actually. He turned himself in. Uh, oh. But he mentioned he wanted to speak with you. He said he wanted to clear the air and to warn you about something. I think it's wise that you meet with him. Let's do it. I don't know who it is. Uh, the five of you step into the interrogation chamber, which is actually just a single light coming down from the top of the middle of the room. Okay. And uh, you see Dave, the Minotaur, uh, sitting oh, at Dave. a lone wooden table. That's awkward. <laughs> hey, we were just talking about you. No, we weren't. We weren't. We really weren't. Hey, Dave. It's good to see you all again. <laughs> so what have you been up to since uh, last time we were over at your place? Mm, watching my poorly misled older brother ruin his life. That's what I've been doing. Mm. Yeah, sorry about that. He's... I know it's tough seeing your older brother turn into a hideous bug mutant. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Sometimes it's a wonder that it took him this long. <laughs> Dave, you have beautiful eyes. <laughs> And I walk over and rub his leg. <laughs> too yeah. kind, Snick. Too kind. He uh, very nervously looks you up and down. Um, says, uh, I don't know if I've really taken the time to meet you, little one. Snack is my name. I am here to be kind to you. I appreciate the sentiment. Uh, I do prefer that you stop touching me. Absolutely. Are you thirsty, Dave? <laughs> I'm I'm quite all right. I, I I promise. You have so many muscles, Dave. They look sore. And I, it'd be hard to rub them without touching you, though. Let's just have a short conversation instead. How about that? If you insist. <laughs> that's that's what I really really want right now. Is just a conversation at a distance. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at Uli and Maddie and Barry. Uh, Let me start at the beginning. I only became wrapped up in all of this because of my brother, obviously. Uh, Buster was on the elixir for a long time. He was one of Joe's first. He he tried to get out from under Joe at one point, but uh, it didn't go well. He's, He's got eyes, you know? Joe, he's got eyes everywhere. How long have you known this elixir was cursed? Longer than I'd like to admit. I tried to warn people away from it as best I could without tipping off Joe that I was acting against him. But you were working with him? I was working for him because Joe had complete control over my brother. Double agent. I see. That's a tough spot to be in. Hmm. Pretty cool, though. I have some information that I've been able to gather on Joe. And, uh... I'm hoping it serves you well. I I saw a bit of a grudge begin to form. Between who? Joe does not take it well when people stand in his way. If you cross his path again, he'll take his chance to take you down. How powerful is Joe? 
He's an alchemist and very little else. He's good at creating potions, thinking of new ways to make them work and new ways to turn a buck and ruin people. But there are a couple key pieces of information. Joe's biggest limitation is range. He, he can control people from a good while out with his elixir, once they've been on it even once. About a thousand feet away. That's how good he can do. Damn. Once he's outside of city limits, we don't even have to worry about his influence. Everyone who is on the elixir is fine. Do you know how long the elixir effect lasts if he's within range? They have to take it every day, it seems like? It's actually only 12 hours. He had patrons that would take it in the morning before sunup, and patrons that would take it at night before sundown. This is the clincher with the elixir. It's spoiled if it touches sunlight. That's why he only did pre-sales and evening sales. Mm, the rose water. Fascinating. Joe's greatest strength is numbers. I don't know how it works, but it seems there's no limit to how many people he can coordinate at once. If he got this into the hands of the masses... He could control a throng a thousand feet deep. That is not good news. How likely do you think it is that he's actually dead? Joe makes healing potions like a lot of people make oatmeal. He keeps them on his person all the time. There's not a doubt in my mind that he's back and active already. With little pieces of fruit cut in? (laughs) Brown sugar. (laughs) Little cream. And it's we just the let creamiest him... health potions this side of lamplight. <laughs> and we just let him fly right out of... It's good that you got him out of town. He had a foothold here, and that was his strength. That's gone now. He has to start over. I have this dagger with his blood on it. Is it, is it of use at all? Hmm. Can we use this? I'd buy that off you. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, the... you can just have it. Insight check. Don't. I'm going to see if he's being suspicious about okay. it. Nine. Okay. Uh, you saw him smile when he offered to pay and for I the dagger. I was blinded by it. Well. <laughs> yes. Give in. <laughs> Give in. Give in. I want you to know this dagger is very special to me. I, I um, earned it at a young age and escaped from the Underdark with it. I want you to have it. Well... <laughs> Because I am kind. Looking at it does make me smile, knowing that Joe's blood is saturating the blade. I appreciate it, Snack. You are most welcome. And I take out of my satchel and I look at my white lotus um, item to see if it grows another leaf. When you take it out, you notice it's actually grown a a few leaves in the interim. Mm. Um, And that uh, when you hand over the blade and then take out the lotus right after, you see a new bud form and the uh, leaf kind of unfurl right before your eyes. Um, what's the lotus represent again? Sorry. So the, the white lotus is a magic <clears throat> item that grows a new petal every time snack makes somebody happy. Okay. Where'd you get that? At the, the shop. The like pre-shop. Starting item. Yeah. I chose the key that unlocks every door. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't no. used it yet. <laughs> uh, John chose the, uh, the item that seems useless and is the hardest to start with and at the end turns into the god item. Or right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where he was sourcing the vampire blood? Not entirely, but I have reason to believe it's coming from far north, uh, a city called Vindorn. 
and I've heard I, of Vindorn. I know it's vampire blood. How do you... I mean, we know that, but how do you know that? Are the stories of vampires in Vindorn real? Well, it is the ancestral home ground of vampires. <laughs> 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 is the ancestral home ground of vampires, of course. <laughs> Dave, you're a vampire. <laughs> Wait, you're a Minotaur vampire, yeah. What would that sound like? I'm Dave the Minotaur and the monster of vampire. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> oh jeez. I don't even know where we left. Oh, okay, yeah. Vindorn. Vindorn, yeah. Vindorn is the ancestral home of a lot of vampires. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a sort of uh, resurrection or a, a resurgence. Vampires like to do those kinds of things, that's for sure. Classic vampire. Yes, they do. I uh, I had the blood tested by a contact in the Underdock. Um, they confirmed what I suspected. Vampire blood. Bert, have you wrote this down? I've heard it a few times now that it is vampire blood. Wait, vampire blood? V-A-M. Okay, we get it. We get it. It's vampire blood, people. I think we also, like, I, I personally have trouble every time someone says underdog. Because yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, it's the underdog. The underdog. Dagger from the underdark. Yeah, whoever named that underdark uh. dock situation. Well, we're leaving this town, so it's we don't ever have to wonderful. Worry about it we should burn the underdark to the ground what so this never comes up again. I don't I think agree. we should destroy anything else. More like blunder dock, am I right? Oh, nice one. Holly just. This that is my homeland out there. <laughs> Under blunder dock. Oh, okay, never mind. Bl- bl- you're from Blunderdark? <laughs> the Blunderdark. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense that he's from the Blunderdark. Be kind, uh. be kind, Snack. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, what else do you got for us, uh, Dave? Dave, do you have any idea where Joe might be headed next? I think Tildry. Lamplight was Fuck. a dry run. It was sort of his testing grounds for his new elixir. That's terrifying. He's been refining this for a long time, and there's a lot more people in Tildry. Well, good luck getting past the shop guild, because they are sons of bitches. Don't let you just open no shop anywhere. Unless, I could go on for a while about Unless this. they're all under his control. Do you have inns with the guild, Holly? Of course I do. Hmm. I... I think it comes as no surprise. I intend to save my brother. I'm going to Tildry as soon as I can, but I owe a debt to Tandy. I've caused her some trouble in the underdocks. I need to repay that debt, and I need to keep away from Buster for just a little while, but well, I'll we're, be after him. We're going to Tildry uh, any time now. Any day Tomorrow. Now. Very soon. I'd say there's a definite chance I'll see you there. Excellent. Uli will be waiting for you. Oh, no, don't. She winks at him. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, right, yeah, Uli, we... didn't see you there. Hey, Dave. <laughs> you really didn't? Okay. She's the good cop today. What's how you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? What? <laughs> I'm doing fine, Dave. Thank you. How's the interrogation going, everyone? Uh, Tandy steps into the room. Real good. I, Real good. I think we're just about done. Yes. I had one more question. How long do you think it would take 
Joe to set up Inteldry, like start running his operation again. Do we have time to get there? It's a much bigger city. I think he's going to have a heck of a time getting people to A, try a new elixir when they probably already have their own elixir guy, and B, uh, get through all the guild members that need to approve a new shop to even open in the first place if that's the route he's planning to go on. Joe is a snake. He's going to try to capture people on the outskirts of Tildry and get the elixir in them however he needs to, and he's going to use them as credibility for his shop. Mm. That's what he did here, and he'll do it again. One last bit of advice um, before I uh, let you all go. I suggest you all invest in one of these. And uh, he holds up a, a canteen. It says, you're not going to want to drink anything you didn't pour yourself, maybe for the rest of your lives. Hmm. Canteen. Writes down in her notebook. We'll look into that. Are you offering this service? What? It's his canteen. I don't, oh. I don't sell canteens. Right on, okay. <laughs> There were some bottles in uh, the sheriff's office that had ships in them. We could just use go those. just go purchase some canteens. Oh, I see from well, the market. Snack, I've seen you holding <laughs> your weird shaped bottle all the time. That is a lamp. Oh, it is a magical lamp. <laughs> oh. I will not drink out of it, but oh. thank you. Magic, you say? Genie juice. But thank you. But thank you. I am being kind. Do not <laughs> undermine my efforts, Tibio. I'm. I'm so sorry. I forgive you. <laughs> wow. It's a uh, whole new side of you. Uh, as you guys kind of uh, wander out of the interrogation room, Tandy and Dave are uh, left in there by themselves. And uh, the last thing you hear as the door is closing, he says, honestly, that's the nicest kobold I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a good first try. I think you're going to have to... Keep practicing the kindness, though. He did not die. He no, did not he did seem not. to suffer at all. I don't understand. It's it's really subtle. Mm. It's like a slow process. Only the most skilled achieve death in this way. I will strive for this. Thank you, companions. <laughs> but, you know, having, having a knife is also a good way to kill people. I am out of a knife now. Yes, I do need one of those as backup, of course. <laughs> I'm sure we can find one. I'm just saying it came in handy before. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> uh, I think we want to find Henry to like address Ye. the curse at um, some point. I'll go get us some canteens <clears throat> for the trip and okay. some other provisions and stuff. Sure. I got to write my uh, report on mm-hmm. these last few days. Do some editing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's uh, it's getting late in the day, um, around uh, dinner time. You guys have been able to uh, reliably find Henry at the Tangled Jib uh, whenever you seem to need to. He's kind of right there. But we don't want Maisie to overhear. Maisie, why don't you go and I, you and I go shopping? Shopping spree. Okay. Uh, yeah, you take uh, Holly takes Maisie uh, to Blackwater Row uh, to do some evening uh, provisional shopping. Mm-hmm. What do uh, I get? What do you mean? What do you Tantiums. get? Yeah. Tantiums. Uh, everybody gets uh, canteens. Um, so, I mean, aside from kind of the, the supplies, we can just say that Holly got some supplies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 15 gold worth of supplies should cover most things you might want mm-hmm. out there. I'm going to find a, a knife. A knife? Two knives. One for a snack and one for me. Okay. Wow. After all that's happened, I decided I need to have a yeah. weapon. Okay. I don't have one. Yeah. Uh, are you going after something that's um, 
like large or like a dagger or like, Just a, like a couple hunting daggers. Knife? A couple daggers, okay. yeah, probably. Yeah. Better than uh, Snack's old rust bucket. Yeah. I want one that goes in my boot. Oh, nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. boot knife. Okay. You should design uh, one with that comes out of the where the blade comes out of the toe yeah. later. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Holly's um, new to the world of fighting things, so she is not familiar with things. But she's already thinking of ways to incorporate more weapons into her her cobble boots. creations. Uh, Level twenty rocket launcher boots. <laughs> <laughs> As the uh, so the rest of the party is walking into the tangled jib. Um, and Snack, you're the last one to follow in. Uh, you feel your lamp buzz. I jump into the alleyway and try to find something to hide behind, such as garbage. Um, <laughs> and uh, your lamp uh, starts to rattle in that uh, typical way. That means Genie is emerging. But instead of his usual vibrant self, uh, it's actually a, sm- a very small, kind of gray, wispy, withered-looking Genie. And he says... Snack! Genie, you do not look so well. Snack, I am not well. Is it because I have not brought you enough treasures? I am I'm sorry. I'm starving, Snack. I'm starving and dying. I, I'll do what I can, Genie. Please, have you anything, <clears throat> anything magical that I can eat? I do. Uh, I do have this rope. It is all I have. Mm-hmm. There is a scepter, of course, but... I don't think you want that, do you? Scepter? Snack, what have you hidden from me? I'll go grab it. And I hop into the lamp and pull it out. And it is the allegedly cursed scepter I acquired earlier. Hmm. This is what I have for you, Genie. Yes, but it's barely magical. I don't know what to do, Genie. I tried, I gathered all these items and they were all cursed. Everything in this town is cursed. Ah, and he uh, puffs back up into a somewhat regular-sized genie on top of the lamp, and he says, Well, then nothing today, I suppose, and that's fine. Um, Snack, I'll sweeten the pot if it'll help motivate you. If you can get me one substantially magic item to feed on, I will give you one wish. One wish? A limited wish, but one wish. How's that sound? That is very kind of you, Genie. I, I accept this offer. How much time do I have to gather this item of magic that is substantial? I have no concept of time! And he dives back into the lamp. <laughs> <laughs> Snack uh, follows the rest of the party into the tavern with a somewhat darker mood and is glancing his corners of his eyes to look for magic. Tibio, you've uh, found uh, Henry in the tangled jib. Um, and he's, uh, he's kind of asking what your guys' timetable is when you guys are going to get going. Hello, uh, we plan to leave tomorrow, I believe. Like afternoon. Uli has... I thought tomorrow morning. Uh, I have have one last thing I have to do, but then we can go. Hello, companions, I also have one last thing I must do. Oh, snack. But, uh, does... That is not why I wanted to talk to you, Mr. Henry. Uh, it is about Maisie. Oh, is she okay? We don't know. Have you noticed her condition deteriorating at all? What did, what did you see? She 
released her fear from the tankard and something strange happened. She was she was very sharp. Uh, I pull up my sleeve and I show off my arms. He, uh, you see him immediately just like shut his eyes and he kind of like drops his head and just kind of like stares at the floor for a second. And uh, when he opens them, you can see that his, his eyes are already glassy. I assume this looks familiar. I don't know what's going on. Is this the same thing that happened to your partner, to Mrs. Mother? Uh, he just nods his head. Is that uncommon? I I thought you said the curses were all different. They are all different. But this is the same one. How is that possible? It's almost like she passed it on to her, but... How long did it take her mother to get to the point where you had to take care of her? You had to kill her. Yeah. <laughs> what? Her, uh, her anxiety made it worse by a lot. So when she reached this point, it was sort of a, a slippery slope. It took her about two weeks before she transformed. Mizzy is strong. I think, I think us coming with you is a good idea. And I think Tibio and I can help. If not to remove the curse yet, we can at least help her control it. That would help. I know you've, uh, both of you, been talking to her. And it, it's her highlight of every, it's the highlight of each of her days. Every time she gets to see you, either of you. And, and she's mentioned Bert before, too, and, and even Snack. <laughs> Those other guys are fine. <laughs> I wonder if maybe maybe we could talk to Veronica and ask her if she can do something with the tankard to make it more helpful, more long term. Like last longer. Yes, or diminish the emotions it holds or something to... Keep Maisie calmer. The only way out of this is to get rid of the curse. Everything else is a temporary measure. I don't want to waste time on it. I think we're just trying to extend it. I don't want to extend it. No. Like, give us more time to work through it. I understand. Let's, let's do what we can, but Tildry is our priority. Of course. How long does it take to get there from here? Probably like three days walking. We're taking, we're taking the tunnel path. Mm. So the next morning, Uli, you meet uh, Rin Halo out on the docks uh, bright and early. Um, Rin, uh, this time isn't looking out um, over the water uh, like an aloof loser. Uh, he's waiting for you and he's looking out for you. Um, and uh, when he sees you, he actually uh, waves to you. And then he looks away out over the water. Good morning. Mm-hmm. I heard you're leaving. Yep. You won't get to see my beautiful face anymore. I'll miss you. I uh, I really don't get to <laughs> screw with people like I get to screw with you. It's, uh, it's a good release, honestly. But uh, we have an objective today, actually. Yep. I don't so. know what that is, but yes. <laughs> Tandy told me to learn something. 
And I know that's going to be tough for you, but uh, just try to, you know, play along. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I am about as bad as it gets when it comes to what you'd call offensive magic. Oh, I couldn't tell at all. Mm, Thanks. Anyway, uh, Tandy uh, lent me this nifty little thing. And uh, he starts waving around a rolled up piece of parchment. Okay. Says, this is a scroll. Oh, thank you for teaching me that word. Yeah, I figured you could use to, you know, expand your mind a little bit. Um, why don't you stand? Uh, he uh, grabs you by both the shoulders and kind don't, of lightly, like, me. puts you into the into position. And then he takes a big step back from you. So you're about maybe five feet away from him. And he says, all right. Um he uh, furrows his eyebrows at you and he says, um, do you know what Thunderwave does? Oh, do I? And he uh, turns his eyes to the scroll that he pulls open and he says, Derum, doom. And uh, when he says that, uh, the ground just vibrates beneath you and the shockwave just rolls out from him. Okay. And it just like surrounds the whole area and you can see this uh, metal grated dock beneath you just hum and vibrate and the water is like slapping around uh, as it's being shaken. Am I taking 2D You don't feel damage? anything. Oh. The thunder wave perfectly sculpts itself around you and does absolutely nothing to you. And he says... This is why I'm better than you'll ever be. You can't control anything. I can I control some things. can only control. You see, I'm the youngest of a lot of brothers. I think we have something in common. Well, when I was growing up, I was the only one that couldn't use offensive magic. Or not very well, anyway. It was pretty embarrassing. All of my older brothers are, you know, adventurers. That sucks. Anyway, um, one day one of them kind of got in a bad way, got in a huge fight with one of my other brothers, and, well, he had what's called a wild magic surge. He cast magic missile on everyone in my family. My brother Memden would still be alive if I had ever practiced my abjuration magic, but I decided not to because I thought, what kind of adventurer goes out fighting the world with a bunch of shields, but uh, I learned it's it's not really about breaking people down all the time. Anyway, Tandy wanted you to learn how to sculpt your magic a little bit, and I can't teach it to you in a day, but I'm telling you, it helps to be aware that it's out there. That's how I learned to do it, too. I saw somebody else do it, and I know what you're thinking. Sorcerers usually can't do this kind of stuff, but... We can learn. If you find the resources, if you find the time to practice, you have to. You have to learn to shape your magic a little bit. It, uh, it can come in really handy. Just think about the times in your life when your magic has gotten a little out of control and the ways that you might have hurt people. You could stop that altogether. Lee nods her head. Anyway, that's, uh, that's about all I can give you. Um, just know that you can do it because I can, and I learned how. Good luck, and, uh, you know, don't hurt anybody. I clap him on the shoulder and say I'm sorry about your brother. He says me too.
make a uh, strength save with disadvantage. <laughs> disadvantage? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, no. Natural no. one? Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, so he takes advantage of this precious moment to get back at you, and he extends a foot and just throws you over the edge of the dock. Uh, splash. I come out of the water spitting out nasty dock water and i say really man we were having a moment he's about halfway down the dock and he's just kind of like waving out a hand to you fuck you too see you never so Um, i need to learn how to spell sculpt yes okay after that morning uh the sky starts to cloud over and uh the temperature drops quite a bit it's a it's pretty early spring um, but it looks to you like a storm is rolling in. Uh, Henry stops by around uh, 9 or 10 a.m. and says, uh, Everybody, I know we um, started some planning to get to Tildry as quick as we could, but um, it's not good to travel in weather like this, regardless of the circumstances. It looks like it could actually be a pretty severe thunderstorm. Right, but it's it's almost a day's walk to the tunnel. Yeah, get into the tunnel. <laughs> so we're gonna be even later, hey Henry. Unfortunately, I I think so, but our pace today would probably be such that it would be just as fast to not go today. Okay. It has nothing to do with your fine linen, does it, Henry? It has nothing to do with my fine linen. I see. These boots, however, are not waterproof. <laughs> can we just rent a wagon or you can know? you make things waterproof uh i mean yeah <laughs> i don't know we could rent a wagon um i feel like time is of the essence we need to stop joe from i agree with you setting but things up too quickly i the lightning scares me i'm afraid of lightning you're afraid i of can't lightning. go during a lightning storm, because I'm afraid of lightning. How about we just, um, how about we just like put you to sleep? We'll get a wagon. Miss Holly, let's Holly, wait. I am afraid of lightning. Let's, we'll put you and the little girl asleep, and then we'll go. Let's just wait for he, uh, tomorrow. Make sure we are ready. Thank you, Tibio. It is okay. I have important things to do this day as well. Things to settle. I just don't think it's a good idea to wait, but I guess I'm forced. The speed we would be going in the storm would make it so we were there at the same time anyway. It doesn't look like it's going to rain too bad. Holly's like (laughs) suspicious. Fine. I'll just go have tea with Veronica. And then Holly like (laughs) stomps off and goes to find Veronica. Yeah. You like open the door and it's like (laughs) thunder, rain, like immediately (laughs) um, the storm begins to uh, come down. Which means uh, you guys actually have an extra day in lamplight uh, during a heavy thunderstorm. I, I guess I, I can make tea. some edits on this. I go to have tea with Veronica and Holly. <laughs> I'm because that sounds delightful. <laughs> I'm gonna handle the place I live. Okay. And like pack up and shut it down. Shut yeah. it down and like. Sure. Feed the cat. Break the lease, I guess. Yeah. Feed so, uh, Uli, you actually get. Um, you get uh, five gold pieces as a return for your unused rent uh, for the rest of the month. Wow. How rent should work in the world. <laughs> They're yeah. like, well, you're not going to be here, so here you go. 
you uh do you want this house plant it's like this like <laughs> dead as it, okay you show them a pot of dirt <laughs> it's uh it's probably still alive it's got like a stick out of it <laughs> yeah it's literally a broken stick yeah. in a pot of dirt <laughs> okay no. i probably forgot to water it a few times <laughs> um yeah they take your plant okay <laughs> <laughs> um holly goes to veronica's house yeah and with tibio veronica sees you at the peephole and just says Please, no. <laughs> no Ronnie, more. Ronnie, Ronnie, come on. You know you missed us. You know you missed us. You hear the door unlock and she says, no followers? Just the two of you? What's yeah. the occasion? Tea party. We just came to thank you and to let just spend time and give you good energy before we leave town. Um, Holly pulls out a crystal out of her pocket and she's like, I need to charge my crystals. <laughs> <laughs> Well, come on in out of the rain. It's good to see you, Mr. Bones. Um, <laughs> she uh, sits you guys down at her small circular table uh, with uh, three perfect chairs. Um, and uh, she already had uh, tea on, so she just uh, pours you guys some hot water and offers you some tea bags. And you all actually kind of sit in silence for just a moment and watch the rain. And she says, how did things end up? Well, it was a giant beetle. And uh, Joe was controlling everyone like we thought. And um, yeah, we got to go stop him from poisoning Lamplight. We hmm. fought him, but he escaped and he's headed to Tildry. And we oh, Tildry, sorry. We will stop him. We are leaving so yes. we can stop him. Yes, hmm. Tildry. I'm getting lamp. I had Lamplight on the brain because I cannot leave this town. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, good to know he's out of Lamplight, but it's scary to think what he might do. Ronnie. Did you ever think of leaving Lamplight? A powerful person like yourself? I've been all over. I've actually only lived in Lamplight for uh, less than a year. Hmm. Have you ever heard of a place called Val... Vindorn? Vindorn. I'm very bad with names. I think we've established. (laughs) Vindorn is... um, It's not for me. You've been there, though? When I was very young, I visited Vindorn. It's a... it's a hard place to live. Um, everyone has a lot of responsibility there. Why someone would settle a city in the midst of a desolate mountain valley is beyond me, but they make life work. Hmm. Is it mainly humans there? Uh, these days, it's actually almost entirely dwarves. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I heard of it before, you know, from my time in Tildry, but I didn't, uh, never been. We're just curious. There was, you know, how we talked about the vampire blood. I don't know if we told you that. I see the connection, yes. Yes. Well, the rumors are that town is where the blood, the source of the blood came from. Hmm. Likely story. Yeah. And I suppose you're all taking it upon yourselves to go right all the wrongs and see to it that this is stopped. Well, I don't know about that, but I do need to get back. Um, You know, my life is in Tildry. And I care about the people there. I don't want them to get hoodwinked and turn into a mass army that destroys my livelihood either. I just hope to warn them. I know there is great power in Tildry. It's good of you to look out for other people. And I'm glad that it's your impulse to try to save Tildry. But Holly's right in some ways. It's good to look out for your own life and uh, your livelihood. Don't lose sight of that. 
I've been on an adventure or two in my life as well. And uh, when it's over, you have to find somewhere to come back home to. Mm. Don't forget that. Good advice. Good advice. Um, now my crystals. And Holly, like, pulls a couple more out of her other pockets and be like, will you help me? She uh, looks at Tibio with a, um, like, does she, is she actually into this kind of thing? Tibio shrugs. She's, bony shoulders. She goes, um, sure, dear. Um, ooh, crystals. I, <laughs> I charge thee with the powers of the moon and the stars. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate it, Ronnie. No problem. <laughs> um, also, supercharged now. Uh, a crystal is her. Oh, what's it called? A totem. It's her magic. Oh, or like her focus or her whatever. Her focus, yeah. yeah. Okay. Her crystals are her focus. Cool. I f- totally forgot about it, and I read it today, and I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, she is. She's always got a couple crystals in her pockets, which could be like. Um, I imagine a lot of them are like almost tall crystals i guess but mm. a lot of them are more like little stones too sure so did you mean like those like octagonal like spire yeah. crystals yeah, yeah. Cool. so she has a couple of those that are her main ones that she pockets but then she has some small ones for certain situations so she says holly i have something for you <gasps> presents um it's actually uh, an invention of mine mm. but it's another crystal oh i love it um i don't know what yours are for but uh I call this one a historoscope. Um, it's an octagonal crystal, eight sides. Um, when you look through it, uh, you can uh, record just a few moments into the crystal. And uh, whenever you look into one of the faces, you'll see those moments played back. Oh. So. Can other people see it too? Yes, they can see it like they'd see a painted picture. Wow, amazing. Um, eight faces, is that's eight memories. Um, each about mm, three or five seconds. They get a little hazy after that. Very cool. Would it hold up in a court of law? I suppose so. They could investigate the magic and see that it's not uh, tampered um, mm. footage. <laughs> Excellent. Historoscope. Well, very good. Thank you. Um, I, I really appreciate what color is it. It's a, a very light pale blue. You'd almost think it's clear if you didn't look close enough. Okay. Cool. Thanks, uh, Ronnie. Appreciate it. Good, good. Now, um, let's she gives all, her a little hug. Let's all hush up and watch the rain. Yes. Was that like a Minecraft spider? <laughs> no, I'm sipping tea. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely... Yeah. Uh, snack, um, you've been told uh, that you guys are not traveling until tomorrow morning. Yes. Um, so inside the tangled jib, um, you are sitting in front of a comfy, cozy fire, uh, just kind of pondering what to do with your day. Where does that take you? Snack will get away from the fire and uh, find the nearest human who is familiar with these pots to uh, speak with. Um, the uh, the innkeeper that you guys have talked to just a handful of times uh, is there. Uh, at one point, he held a bloody cleaver and kind of threatened you guys a little bit. Um, but he says, uh, Mr. Snack, good morning. Thank you. It is very nice out today. He just kind of like takes a long look out the window and back at you. <laughs> and, and, he, and he smirks and he says, um, what are you up to today? I need, and I look around to make sure nobody's listening, I need to find magic items. Mm-hmm. Ones that are not cursed that make me sick. Do you know of who I could seek out for such things? Hmm. 
I mean, how much coin do you have? Quite a bit of coin I have. Okay. I jingle my purse, which actually does have 125 gold in it. <laughs> in that case, you'd probably be welcome right on Blackwater Row. Uh, some of the shops might have closed down for the rain. But um, I'd start there. They've probably got some nifty magic stuff for a reasonable price. Thank you. Why are you still staring at me? Is there more bacon or is it all gone now? (laughs) (laughs) I got to level with you, Snack. I'm not making as much bacon because you eat all of it no matter how much I make. That was part of the contract when we signed up for this inn to stay. You said continental bacon. No, Snack. You signed a contract mm, with Sheriff Tandy uh, to be a deputy. It had nothing to do with living here. Fine. I liked you better with the bloody cleaver and murdering people. I'm out of here. (laughs) He... Um, he, uh, he looks over at like, uh, an old man that was, uh, also kind of sitting by the fire, not really paying attention to your conversation, but he looks at the old man and he goes, I didn't, I didn't kill anyone. He did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I pass Bird, I'll talk to him. Otherwise I was going to head to Blackwater Roll. Yeah. Bird is uh, a ways away from where you were talking, but he's just kind of steeped in his books, crossing things out. Uh, so yeah, I'm finished writing in my room, okay. but after he leaves, I want to go down and talk to the okay so are you there when when he comes by or no uh no i miss okay so yeah you miss bird by the way sorry okay yeah yeah so uh the Um, keep sees you come down morning boss uh what's happening hey uh, where is everybody you looking for snack he just stepped out hmm just stepped out huh did he say anything about where he was going uh sounds like he was uh going shopping shopping hmm for the trip, no doubt. <laughs> I think so. Uh, maybe. Uh, looking for magic items, though? Magic items. Yeah. And bacon? Maybe he's buying bacon. Hmm. <laughs> uh, thanks, boss. I'm going to see if I can't catch up with him. Okay. So, uh, Bert's going to go out. Real quick, my name is Ross. I'm so sorry. It's <laughs> Ross, okay? <laughs> sorry, I, I like calling you boss. <laughs> Ross the Boss. Yeah, anyway. Okay, see ya. <laughs> you know what? I, I like that. Let's keep that up. Ross the Boss? Did you hear that? Uh, uh, G- Gary? Someone else is here? Yeah, the old man. Gary Oldman. Gary. Yeah. Gary says, oh, Oldman. Man. Says that, That's a good one. <laughs> okay, uh, Bert's going to try to tail Snack because okay. Bert is... Bert wants to know about the magic lamp. Yeah, you hear him kind of saying, Ross the boss, as you exit. <laughs> and uh, So yeah, you see, uh, when you poke your head out in the rain, uh, you see Snack. Um, what, do you, what do you look like right now, Snack? Snack is standing tall and looking very uh, trustworthy. Yeah. And uh, he is going to speak with these shop owners for uh, items. Inquire. So it's, uh, it's actively uh, raining out. Do you have your hood up or no? Or no, it's okay. not sunny. So sure. it's okay. hood's down. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you've got this kind of, uh, almost sunny demeanor, uh, strolling through black water, like you've got all the money in the world and, uh, um, Bert, uh, you're tailing him from a safe distance. And yeah. so kind of every time he like rounds a corner, you round the previous corner. Uh, why don't you make a stealth check? Okay. I'm yeah. going to use my, uh, channel divinity okay. yeah. <laughs> uh, to get proficiency in stealth checks. Oh, okay, cool. So I'm like, uh, remembering the books I read about my favorite spy or yeah whatever. yeah it's all coming back to you now Harriet. yeah all right <laughs> not good though uh that's a seven 
step softly with the side of the foot and curl around to the tip of the toe. <laughs> but <laughs> doesn't work well on boardwalks. <clears throat> so there's a loud like... Um, you might get advantage since it's raining and stuff. Or I don't know. I'm going to give you disadvantage to notice. Okay. Give me a, a perception. Eight. Okay. So ah. You notice Bert. But... Bert! Uh, <laughs> mm. uh, oh, Mr. Snack! Bert, this is excellent. I was wanting to find you. Could you come with me? Oh, great. Uh, have... Yeah. Great. We need to have a very reputable um, uh, pers- persona together. Mm. We are going to be shopping for magic items to help with our long-term goals. Ah, good thinking. Unless you had something else better to do. I... I... I was hoping you would join. Uh, no, I fi- pretty much finished my story. Uh, had a few gaps I was hoping to fill, but uh, this will be good. We Great. can prepare for the long term. Yes. Mr. Kobold, are you going to buy something or are you not? Of course. Now, I will describe it again. You said you have magic items, yes? I do. I have some magic items. For the third time, then, good sir, here's what I'm looking for. An item that allows me to find other magic items, you see. Something that... Uh, I can see the magic items and seek them out and find them in people's homes if they're missing or um, uh, or in, uh, if it's lost in the ground or something. I understand. Good <laughs> thinking, Mr. Snack. Thank you, Bert. Thank you. What you're looking for is called a dowsing rod. I see. And uh, he uh, reaches uh, into a, a back room and uh, he tips over a bag of something that clatters to the floor and then he picks it up and shows it to you. He says, dowsing rod. And it's just sort of a, a Y-shaped piece of old wood which with a bunch of spirals carved into it. Excellent. How much is this? Dowsing rod. Hmm. This medium powerful, medium sturdy. Uh, pretty good reception. Um, 35 gold pieces. 35 gold pieces. Bert, does this check out for you? Hmm. I'll hand it over to him. I don't know. Uh, f- first, I want to do an insight check on the person. I probably have insight, right? Yeah. It's like 23-ish. Okay. Um, this guy, uh, he does not have like a very well-kept shop, um, <laughs> nor does he have like well-kept items. He didn't seem to examine the dowsing rod very long before he showed it to him. Okay. I'll cast detect magic, I guess, on the... Okay. Uh, it is a magic item. Um this dowsing rod can only find magic feathers. Ah. <laughs> of different descriptions and uses, but it'll find them. Uh, Mr. Snack, how do you feel about magic feathers? Mm, I do not care for such things unless they are extremely powerful. I don't think it'll help us too much on our uh, journey. What does that have to do with this dowsing rod, Bert? This dowsing rod can only detect feathers. Magic feathers. I see. Oh, that's because you grabbed the wrong dowsing rod. <laughs> Why did you do that? And I yeah. hope so. That I hope that is the reason. Reaches. And I simmering. I'm <laughs> steaming in the rain. <laughs> the, um, here. Uh, he uh, grabs you a, a steel uh, dowsing rod um, that has uh, some etched uh, dwarven runes in it. Mm. Uh, can I read those runes? I do know Dwarvish? like every language. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, the runes say um, it is not wealth, it is not fame, but power that defines a leader. Hmm. 
Snack would probably like this, I think to myself. <laughs> <laughs> so detect magic, is that, that's ongoing, right? Uh, yeah, it's it concentration, so I guess... Uh, it says 10 minutes. Oh, yeah, it's more of an aura than a, yeah, like yeah. a specific yeah. item or whatever. Yeah. And Can the, I get anything from that, then? Um, this one is actually, like, it's substantially magical. Um, so you can't get, like, such a descriptive read as right. you did with the other lame magic item. Um, I think this one might be a little more worth our time. How much is it? Uh, this one clearly is a better model, is uh, 50 gold pieces. 50 gold pieces. I don't know, Mr. Snack, what do you think? You said the last one was good, and it was 35 gold. This one is good, and you say it is 50 now? How about I give you 35 gold and you keep all 10 fingers? How does that sound? I can just close the shop, though. I am not a sheriff any longer, it is true. <laughs> Uh, it's hard to come off that power trip, huh, Snake? <laughs> 50 gold then. Thank you. You don't have any better ones back there, do you? Of course not. And he closes the back door so you can't see into the back room. <laughs> well, let's do it. Okay. The exchange is made. Uh, 50 gold pieces on the counter. And he uh, rakes them into his side into a little bag. Henry shows up um, pale-faced in the rain and looks at each of you and says, It's Maisie. She's missing. I left her alone for um, maybe a minute. How do you keep losing this girl? Like, what is going on? I, I literally went to the bathroom. <sighs> Holly rolls her eyes. But she it's was, okay. We found her once before when she ran off. It's, we can do it again. She uh, looks. Uh, Henry looks up at Tibio and says, "It's bad." Has she changed more? It looked like she was going to. What what happened? What was going on before she It was left? just the lightning. It kept coming. And she just got more scared and I couldn't talk her down. Did she, she have the tank out? She did, but she'd filled it up within a few minutes. Oh my goodness. And you just left her alone to use the bathroom during a thunderstorm. When you gotta go, you gotta go. <laughs> We will find her. You guys can see it's, uh, the storm is thick and dense, but also it's, it's getting dark. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost sundown at this point. Do we have a way of locating her? Or perhaps the tankard? Um, after you say that, uh, you all hear a shriek uh, from out on the docks. It just, it's like distant, and it's just kind of echoing towards you guys. Let's go. Is that her? Yeah, I go. I run. This is the next day, right? So I. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, I go. I run out toward the docks. Yeah, same. The uh, five of you show up on a sort of heart wrenching scene, which is Maisie at the end of the docks uh, facing all of you. And uh, you can see that her fingers have turned sort of black and uh, sort of scaly. And she has these sharp claws now. And she calls out to you and says, Tibio! Maisie, I'm here. I'm here. You don't need to be afraid. She uh, looks over at Uli and says, Uli! And she I'm here too. reaches out a hand and does like a grabbing motion. I hold out my bone hand. And uh, she... I uh, will too. 
when you guys uh, take a step toward her, you see this flash of light and something arcs off of her. And she takes another step back and she says, I don't want to be a monster. You don't have to be. And she drops the tankard. She slips and fumbles and drops the tankard and it cracks open and you see this kind of uh, pale mist move towards her face. And then she just shrieks again and collapses. And uh, you see her kind of shudder and her body starts to, to jerk in awful directions. Oh no, what? Uh, There's nothing we can do. There's nothing we can do. Um, does it look like she's being attacked by her emotions or that they're affecting? Uh, she's being overwhelmed by her emotions, which is causing her magic okay. to run wild. Can I message yeah, yeah. And say, it's okay, Maisie. Just breathe with me. Just in and out. You see her, like, look up really quick, and she reaches out her hand again as if you were right there, and then she sees that you're far away. But and, I'll reach out my hand, too. And she uh, kind of, like, struggles and looks up. I'm with you. You all hear kind of, uh, after a flash of lightning and thunder, you hear, Stand back! And uh, you turn to see... Veronica Venus, soaked head to toe, holding a wand out towards Maisie. Don't hurt her, please. Please, Miss Veronica, don't hurt her. She's just a little girl. She doesn't know. Veronica, can you help her? She says, I can. Do you remember what I said about there being two kinds of curses? Well, this is the big one. This is like your beetle. How do we stop it? Well, it's not too hard for an old curse breaker. Oh, snap. And she uh, steps in front of all of you and uh, pulls up her sleeves. Holly's going to record uh, it with her crystal. You can can see uh, she's got this this large uh, circular tattoo that starts on her uh, her bicep, on her shoulder. And it's just these overlapping circles. Um, And she uh, extends a hand out towards Maisie. And she says, first, you have to give it something to eat. And uh, you see uh, Veronica take a step. And she almost collapses, and uh, her her face, her expression just keeps fading. And uh, you can see all of her veins are just pressed out to the max, like she'd just been lifting some hard reps. And uh, you can see that she's dying. Uh, her life essence is fading away. And in fact, you can see what almost looks like rain droplets that are moving upward off of her as something is being drained out of her essence. And uh, you see more of that arcing coming off of Maisie, and she says, That's it. Come closer, you bastard. And uh, she says, I, I'm i going to keep messaging directly into Maisie's head to like calm her down. You can see every time you do that, she looks up and makes eye contact with you again. And she says, Next, the source. Henry, what is it? And he goes, I... I don't know. I don't know. She says, what's the source of her curse? And uh, his mind is just reeling. Uh, he's looking at each of you. Does she it's have something of her something mother's? Something from her mother. He goes, no. He uh, runs toward her, and uh, you see him reach down towards Maisie. This flash of light arcs out and sort of slaps him across the body, and he like almost falls to his feet. But he comes back at her, and he grabs her hand, and he rips off from it this simple leather cord with three wooden beads on it, and he holds it up. And uh, Veronica says, last step, give it everything you've got. And uh, 
she just kind of gestures with her wand and uh veronica's skin just goes pale white from head to toe and she's actually giving off a ton of light and it's reflecting off all of this rain so that you can barely see Maisie at the end of the dock with henry and uh Veronica starts walking and getting closer until she's almost touching Maisie. And at that point, Maisie kind of erupts. The curse that was in her flows back into this bracelet, and the bracelet is simultaneously destroyed. It's causing those flashes of light to kind of strike everywhere around these docks. The light flashes and strikes the side of a boat. It strikes a roll of chain used for anchors. It strikes sails and rigging and ropes. And the light strikes an octopus that had crawled up onto the dock. A few moments go by and you hear Maisie softly crying, but she's okay. She's in her human form. What's not okay is the enormous octopus made out of rigging Chains, tentacles, sails, and wood. Oh, no. oh my god. Cool. Yeah. And that's where we end today. Oh my god. Dr. Puss. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god. Yeah.